Hi, my name's Madalena Kay, and I'm the host of the podcast AI and You, produced by Europod in partnership with Podium Podcast, Agence France Press, and Cora Media. In AI and You, we deal with the history of AI and how it is having an impact on our lives. From social relationships to employment, from climate change to wars and security. Is AI changing our world for the better or the worse? Come and check it out for yourself. Subscribe to AI and You wherever you listen to podcasts. Europod. The idea is very simple. We are touring anyway with the bikes. We are musicians anyway. So why we don't travel and play at these places that are abandoned now and give at these small places a new life? These are the thoughts of the well-known Greek musician Dimitris Mistakidis. What he calls a simple idea is actually a very unique one. To use the power of music to give life to near-empty hamlets depopulated places where nothing ever happens. Or almost never. If there's a paradise on earth, this is it, my friend. A young man playing the guitar shouts to a guy singing next to him. They're total strangers, but that's not important. They both feel ecstatic, playing music and dancing, lost in the Greek mountain. They're in Helidona, one among a thousand near-empty villages where inhabitants have been driven away to either look for work, education, or health services. Villages like these are often referred to as ghost villages. 400 people lived in Helidona until the 1960s. Today, the village stands nearly empty. But thanks to Dimitris's idea, 400 mostly young people will fill this ghost village for three days and nights with music, delicious local wine, happiness, and solidarity. This is Europe Talks Back, a podcast that uncovers impactful stories from across the continent. My name is Julie Simond. In today's episode, we'll go to Greece to discover how music gives a second life to ghost villages. In ancient Greek and Roman drama, Deus Ex Machina, a god from the machine in English, is a plot device where a problem or crisis is unexpectedly and easily solved. This was sometimes depicted as a god descending from the sky, an effect achieved through the use of a crane, a machine. Today we can find a real-life adaptation. We have no gods, but instead musicians. And the stage is set in abandoned villages in the Greek countryside. Musicians ex machina ride their own machines, their motorcycles. Once a year, they travel to ghost villages in Greece, giving them a second life through the power of music. How? Well, this time, the plot is truly unique. An open call is made on Musicians ex machina's social media. Ride your motorcycles and let's live for three days in an isolated Greek village, playing music for the people from day to night. It's an open call to everyone, amateur musicians, professional musicians, but mainly just people. Locals prepare the food and drinks that will be consumed during the three-day gathering. 
The money collected is spent after the village's communal decision in favor of a common goal. In this podcast, we'll go along on this ride with musicians Ex Machina, from Athens to Helidonna, to spend three days in a magical yet almost deserted place. But before we drive off, let me introduce you to our fellow traveler, Dimitris Mistakidis. He's the mastermind behind the Musicians Ex Machina initiative. In Greek, that's Apomichanis Musiki. Dimitris is a music science and art professor and a self-taught folk guitar virtuoso who started his music career at the age of 16. His mother was a homemaker, and she listened to music all day while cooking or doing household chores. A teenager at the time, Dimitris started to nurture a growing passion for music. Dimitris has never been afraid of taking sides. His songs talk about femicides and refugees. They denounce racism and nationalism. His concerts are almost always sold out. Yet, behind his successful concert tours is a story of loneliness that Dimitris shares with us. He takes us to the heart of every Greek village, the coffee shop, around which the whole community used to get together to exchange news. Now, many of them are closed. I'm a musician about 40 years now, and I am on tour many times. Many years ago, in the winter time, we were touring through small villages, and uh, there was a picture in my mind, a small cafe with uh, some few old people there, and uh, a fire in the middle. And uh, this picture was uh, in my mind for many years. I have taken many things from music. I have lived a very good life. And I think that I have to give something back to this society. I love the small villages and I'm very sad because they're abandoned. As Dimitris says, he had to act. The idea is very simple. We are touring anyway with the bikes. We are musicians anyway. So why we don't travel and play at these places that are abandoned now? and give at these small places a new life. This might sound strange to tourists familiar with bustling Greek islands. But the truth is that hundreds of Greek villages lie out there empty of humans. No smoke from the chimneys, no children's voices. Everything is closed. Why? In a nutshell, from the 1950s to the 1970s, Following the Second World War, the Greek Civil War, and the Greek dictatorship that ended in 1974, the agricultural sector was largely destroyed. People from the countryside either migrated to Germany, Australia, or the US as unskilled workers, or they mostly moved to the big, industrialized Greek cities. To get an idea of urbanization in Greece, the country's capital is now home to 40% of the total population making Athens the fifth most densely populated city in Europe. But let's say bye to Athens for now, where we met Dimitris, and travel 300 kilometers northwest to Helidonna. It's a four to five hour drive to this year's location for Musicians Ex Machina's gathering. Enough time to tell us the story of how this initiative came to be. When the idea of Musicians Ex Machina came about, the first riddle that Dimitris and his musician friends had to solve was where to hold the meetings and how to choose the locations. At the first meeting, we tried to make it this meeting in the middle of Greece because we didn't know from where people will come. 
Now, the fifth time that we make, we know that people come from many places. So we try to make the distance not too far from the north and not too far from uh, south. But the choice of location for musicians' Ex Machina events are not simply geographical. As we mentioned earlier, Dimitris is an artist who stands with those in need. Back in 2021, the Greek island of Evia turned from a green paradise to grey ash. As villages like these in the Peloponnese burn, the Greek prime ministers urging extreme caution. Evia suffered wildfires for days and days. Forests were burnt, houses were destroyed, and people had to escape by sea or land to save their lives. For musicians Ex Machina, there was no question where that year's meeting would take place on Evia, where people needed their support. We went to Evia, to the big fires. We went to a village that was burned by the fire. They came about 400 people in there also. And we helped to clean some burnt house because we were many people. It was very touching that many people helped to clean. Because you know, these people there, that everything that had was burned out, they didn't want to come and clean the places. And when we came, uh, all, uh, all these people, and we went to help, they came for the first time after the fire to their places to clean them up. For the first time after the wildfires, locals bore the weight of going back to their burnt houses thanks to the hundreds of musicians giving a hand and offering emotional support. That was a decisive moment for musicians ex machina. They realized that their annual meetings should benefit the local community as a whole, and they had to immediately correct a mistake from the past. And then we decided to make this meeting with the people of the village, because till then we tried to see, to, to find a village with a cafe, with a working cafe. But the problem was that the owner tried to make money, nobody had to profit from that. 1,500 euros were collected that year during the Musicians Ex Machina Fiesta from food and drinks consumption. And this time, the money was not given to a private coffee shop owner, but to the local community who prepared the food. A new playground was built with the money raised during the event. Believe it or not, though, it's happened that Musicians Ex Machina were not welcome. In search of future locations for their events, Dimitris went to the office of a Greek mayor. I went to the municipality to ask information about which place needs more a meeting like that. And they tried to be in front of this meeting. I told them that there's no way that anybody take advantage politically of this meeting. And then they didn't help us. And not even that, they told the people, the old people in this place, don't go to this meeting. Unfortunately, that was not the only time that Musicians Ex Machina had to deal with a local government who saw the meeting as an opportunity to show off. After a long, monotonous drive on the highway, the landscape starts to get wilder. Sky-high mountains are covered in fir trees, rivers and road signs that warn travelers about wild pigs and landslides. The village of Helidonna nests inside the mountains. It's the 12th of May, the first day of the Musicians Ex Machina annual event. Hour after hour, more and more motorcycles arrive. The birdsong and waterfall rush mingle with the excited voices of people from all over Greece. In this tiny, quiet village, 
Tents spring up as many participants prepare to sleep outdoors under the starry sky. It's chilly here, but music and friendship will keep them warm. Most mobile phones can't get signal in Gelidonna. To many, it's a relief. No emails or social media for a few days. But not everyone is fully relaxed. Dimitris needs to make sure that everyone stays safe. Maybe somebody will drink, maybe something happened, and you are responsible for that. And I was a little bit afraid, but we asked if anybody of the people that are going to come here is a doctor to tell us that we have a doctor who will be there. So we have many doctors there. The nearest hospital is a 45-minute drive away on a winding road. Poor access to healthcare and limited state support make the winters hard, especially for older residents. The volunteers in the kitchen are on fire. Large pots are boiling water for Greek mountain tea made with local herbs and goat soup served with Greek salad and spanakopita, a traditional spinach pie. It's not just a concert. It's people sitting together, drinking, eating, jamming, and opening their hearts to one another as they breathe life into the village. It's unique. Musicians start preparing their instruments. Guitars, violins, traditional Greek bouzouki, percussion, accordion. Once the music starts, it won't stop until dawn. In Gelidonna, there are around 50 traditional houses made of stone. Passersby will only see lights on in two of them at night. The village, once host to almost 400 inhabitants, now has only six residents. Yorgos is 59 years old and one of the youngest residents. He worked in nightclubs in Athens for 23 years. When he was 39 years old, Yorgos came to the village for a holiday and never left. Tired of the big city stress and expensive living, he settled down in Gelidonna to enjoy the respite. Yorgos now takes care of the vineyard and maintains the uninhabited village houses. In the best-case scenario, their owners will come once or twice per year for holidays. In the worst-case scenario, stone houses will lie empty, ravaged by time due to unsolved heritage conflicts. Yorgos misses watching his football team play and having a girlfriend. Building new relationships or creating a family is impossible when there are no people around you. On top of that, job and education opportunities are scarce. And that makes life in the countryside quite unattractive for young people. Dimitris has seen this in his travels to Greek villages. Once in a small village, there are about 10 people that live there. Five of them were young people, very young, 23, 24, and they have cows. These five guys told us that we have to leave from here because there are no women. We cannot stay alone for our lives. They want to make a relationship, make love, make a family, but they, there are no women there. So they will leave. There are many, many things that uh, have to change if we want the outland to have life again. It's Saturday, the second day of the Musicians Ex Machina event, and participants gather in the village square for their morning coffee. They smile at each other and exchange well wishes for the day ahead. Christos drove six hours on his scooter to join musicians' ex-machina's gathering. But he's not only here for music and nature. 
During the pandemic, he realized he could work remotely and now dreams of starting a new life in a village. Chrysos is scouting locations, but admits he's afraid of poor health services in the countryside due to political negligence. He's also worried about loneliness, as he doesn't currently have a partner. Dimitris has the same idea, although he is more determined. I think that I own myself some peace and to be in touch with nature again, to find myself again, because I think that I have lost my connection to myself. Dimitris can already imagine himself living in a place like Heridonna. This is my next step in my life. I will live from the city. I'm uh, searching for the right place. Another participant, Tassos, chimes in to move the conversation away from idealizing the countryside. He has friends who tried to become farmers, but they gave up. It seems exotic, but you can't imagine the time and effort you need just to cut the weeds, he says. Some girls join in to talk about their 12-hour shifts at the office and the panic attacks one of them often experiences. They feel happier breathing in the fresh mountain air. But they also have their complaints, saying that the countryside only matters to governments when it has tourists and profit. It's still too early in the day for musicians to start playing, but another melody is coming from the village's church. It's a memorial service held for a local woman. Another sign of love. No matter the big city they had to move to in order to access jobs or education, most Greeks' final wish is to return to their villages and sleep forever in their childhood land. Saturday evening is the biggest night of the gathering. People spontaneously group together, drink local wine, sing, dance, and even light red smoke flares for a moment. A musically talented boy with long blonde hair steals the show. The next morning during coffee, he is the talk of the town, or village. Dimitris has a new reason to feel proud. This young boy started to play music after the last meeting that we had in another village three years ago. At the first uh, meeting, he was very young. He was nine years old then, with his father and his mother. And uh, yesterday was the same situation, three years later, but he played everything in, <laughs> in the, the table, all the instruments. It uh, was amazing. The boy, whose name is Odysseus, and his passion for music reminds Dimitris of his own path in life. For me, because I'm a teacher also, and the reason that I am a teacher in music is because I had a very beautiful life as a musician. And what I say is, if one guy managed to have the life that I had with the, with the music, I would be very happy. So these two days, you saw a guy, 13 years old, play like a crazy guy all the night. I was very happy for this young boy. It's now Sunday afternoon. People are bleary-eyed but satisfied as they start to pack for the drive back home. Dimitris feels fulfilled. I'm happy. I think this is the best word that can describe what I feel. The weather turns and it starts to rain. A few motorcycles are still parked outside, but they will soon be gone. Silence will return to Gelidonna. It's not enough. 
we cannot bring the life back there. It's like an injection for these people, just to know that they are not forgotten, that somebody cares about them, but it's not enough. Many things have to change politically to bring the people back to the villages. A group of young people who have origins from Gelidona have a plan. They want to turn the place into a culinary destination, rent the abandoned houses and reopen the local restaurant. It's not easy, but the celebration has fueled their faith. Dimitris Mistakidis is already inspired for next year's meeting. He wants to take the initiative a step further and bring musicians ex machina to places facing political issues or social exclusion. To Muslim communities in the extreme north part of Greece, for example, or at the borders with neighboring countries where an event of this kind could help people overcome political divides and remind people that they share more in common than they have in differences. We want to go to places that they have uh, political issues. We want to show to these people and to the other people that they are not alone. We are all together in this place that's called Greece. Nobody is out of this place. Art alone cannot save these villages. Music brings the villages back to life for a few days, but cannot fix the structural issues that have made them empty in the first place. But what it can do is help shape people who could go on to change the world. We can change our souls, but not the reality. The reality is very hard, and we have to fight hard to change it. One step, I think, is the first step to change ourselves. I think the most important is to care about the other. So easy. In a fast-paced world that can make us feel stressed or lonely or both, Musicians Ex Machina reminds us of the beauty of togetherness, simplicity and kindness. And this is the important thing that because you, you take courage to, to move on, to make the changes, that you are not alone. There are many people that they think like you. We've reached the end of this week's episode of Europe Talks Back, a podcast that uncovers impactful stories from across the continent. This show is part of the Sfera Network project and is available on Europod, a network of podcasts exploring European cultures, politics, and societies. Jenny Tsiropoulou, a Greek journalist, is the scriptwriter of this episode. Maria Dios is our producer and editor. Our sound design is by Jeremy Bouquet. My name is Julie Simond. Stay tuned for next week's episode, where our producer will interview Jenny to discuss how culture and music are essential in the fight against depopulation. Bye.